0: pinkies. the Faye driver. I am uh, departing my little campsite. We're going to take this car. We're in the Dorian Gray, the 911. Lots of things i got to tell you about all of the maintenance that has been happening to these vehicles of mine. Um, and we're going to do some tire testing today. <laughs> um, Uh, I have stories to tell you about servicing the Toll Monster the big old uh, Dodge Ram diesel truck I might as well just start there Um, so uh, there's this guy on YouTube called Marion Blair you can look in the show notes I'll link to him in my show notes Uh, and he is an old guy in Louisiana or Tennessee somewhere, and, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he has the same, effectively the same truck that I do with the same engine. So, I'm new to these diesel engines, and, uh, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about them. So, Marion Blair is an excellent resource. Thank you, Marion Blair. Um... Uh, and uh, fuel filters are very important in a diesel engine. So uh, uh, there's two fuel filters in this truck. And uh, they're pretty expensive. They're, you know, it's a, like a $300 job to change two fuel filters. And part of that is that one of the filters is $150, and the other one's about 40 bucks, which is kind of normal. And uh, they water one of the at least one of them is a water separator. The more, the more important, the most important thing, uh, the most dangerous thing about diesel fuel is if it gets water in it. Um, so you want to have a very good filtration system to capture that water before it gets to the engine. Um, so uh, my vehicle was saying it's time to change the fuel filters. So I took this truck to the local Dodge dealer, I was going to do it myself. You may have heard me say in a recent episode, I'm going to change these filters myself. Um, But I looked up the price of the filters to purchase myself and I looked at the price to have the Dodge dealer do it and they were so, so similar that I thought, well to hell with that, I'm not going to waste my afternoon and get diesel stinking fuel filters smell all over me when we'll just pay somebody to do it. <laughs> so I went ahead and did that. All right. So I take my truck in, make the appointment, I take my truck in. I leave it with Brienne B R E hyphen A N N E in case you're wondering cuz I don't know how many million ways you can spell Brienne, which is a strange name. Isn't Brienne a strange name? Anyway, so uh And I was very specific. I only want the fuel filters changed. There's this other stuff called DEF, uh, diesel exhaust fluid, which these trucks use. It's an emissions thing. Um, uh, And they always want to put DEF in. They always want to fill the truck with DEF. Um, And I'm like, every interaction I had with this company I'm like do not fill the deaf <laughs> do not fill the deaf uh, <laughs> uh, the deaf fluid uh, the deaf fluid has ages out so you want the fresh you want fresh deaf fluid so when I put my def in uh, I, I checked the date when it was manufactured it's basically good for a year under nominal conditions and uh, so uh the dealers always wanted to fill these things with deaf and they charge of course an arm and a leg they charge like 13 bucks a gallon for this stuff or something i don't know it's outrageous anyway so um so i never want them to fill the deaf because i want my def to be put in i want it to be uh, used uh, completely until it's so close to empty that the ding bong bells are going off saying you need deaf, you need def." And then I'll put my, uh, put another fresh batch of DEF in. So I always have fresh DEF. I don't want my DEF to intermingle because you don't want the solution to be reduced, the DEF solution to be reduced. And this I learned thanks to Marion Blair. So anyway, so in we go. Uh, yes, I want my two fuel filters, the chassis fuel filter and the engine fuel filter. Yes sir, no problem, we'll get those done for you And then we're all done She says, okay, come back in two hours or whatever And uh, we'll have those air filters done And I said, okay, thanks And I said, air filters? I'm sure she meant fuel filters, I say to myself She meant fuel filters It was just a slip of the brain She meant to say fuel filters She said air filters It's fine, I'm sure it's fine Faye says, and I'm off Um, and I come back two hours later. Oh, deer! What is this? It's a little deer on the road. A young one, a doe. (laughs) Um, a little doe trail there. Oh, two of them. Oh, and then there's the baby. There's the baby there behind her. Um, I come back and uh, oh, there's been a there's been a problem <laughs> we didn't do the fuel filters uh, so you just need to wait a bit uh, we're just gonna finish up the fuel filters uh, but we did the air filters for you because they really needed it and they were gonna charge me uh, I don't know what it was the, it's only about 50 bucks or the, uh, there's two filters an air the, of course the engine air filter well I'm supposed to be testing my tires here The engine air filter and uh, and the cabin air filter Uh, well I did the I checked the cabin air filter and it's very likely that I did need an air filter for the engine because that was that was in my plan I'll get to it Uh, so anyway I had a little had to have a little argument with Brianne about how you I'm not paying for these air filters I never asked for the air filters nobody ever said anything about air filters so you can take them out, uh, or, oh, no, no, it's fine. She says, no, fine. You didn't ask for that. We won't charge you. Yeah, you're right. You're not going to charge me for the goddamn air filters. So I got two free air filters for, uh, for free. Because <laughs> they mucked it up. And a free car wash. <laughs> So that's one story. Okay, so now my truck is all tip top, bing bang, fresh fuel filters. Oh, 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 oh. oh, the tires are a bit cold. A little bit scary corners, dear. Here, here. Should I pass this? Oh, two vehicles. Oh. All right. So now, next story <laughs> the 9 11. I went to the track with the 911, I don't know if I told you I was going to the track, but I took my car to the track and, um, I may have mentioned this, who knows, let's turn on the police detector here. Um, testing. So I, I I knew, I knew I needed new tires and I wanted to get winter tires before I took this car up north, uh, for the winter so I lined up uh I lined up getting new tires for this car but also um a track day opportunity came up and so I took advantage of the track day and I took the car to the track and I thought well this is great I'll be able to I'll be able to wear out these tires the the who are already in the last legs of their life here they're down to like 10% wear left Um, And I'll take them to the track um, and uh, wear the tires all down and get brand new tires. Incidentally, speaking of the death, I know you were worried that they were going to put death in the truck. (laughs) Uh, And you thought I was going to have to argue with them about the death, but uh, they did not put in the death. Uh, because they can't get o- it open because I have a locking cap on my deaf filler port. So nobody can put deaf in my truck ever again without the key. Um, but you know, you just know they wanted to put the deaf in. <laughs> um, okay, so I took the car to the track and I had the hardest time on the track. It is just these tires were so slippery, I could not stay on the, <laughs> I could not stay in a straight line. Um, I was slipping all over the goddamn track because my tires were at the end of their life. So it was a little bit frustrating because I wanted to go a little faster around the corners. Um and i couldn't because of my tires so in fact i kind of i didn't do all of my sessions um I mean, this is how this works you get on the track effect essentially you get on the track with your another group of cars right there's 10 or 15 cars in a group you you ha- you get your 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 it's your Time for the track you get on the track you run for 20 minutes on track and then you're off for 40 minutes or so while the other groups run two other groups run their 20 minute session and then you go back on the track so about every you know every 40 minutes you're you're on the track for a, for a session so uh, first few sessions were pretty good but by the time this this, this the hot sun—not necessarily hot, but it was a nice, clear, warm day. The track's getting hotter. The, which you think would make the grip better, <laughs> um, but uh, it, but then you're getting all this rubber from the other cars too. So the track just, for me, the track just get kept getting slipperier and slipperier each time. And of course, I was going faster and faster because as you. You tweak your progress around the track. You learn a corner a little better. You're watching other drivers to see what line they're taking. Some of these corners are very complicated. It's quite hard. It's a a good track we have here in the Vancouver area. Uh, It's a nine corner track. It's at Mission, for those of you who are locals. And uh, uh, it's a nine corner track. And a couple of those corners are very complicated. so uh, you really need to be bang on on your line, your racing line, and you know entry speeds and, and corner speeds and stuff like that, and where you're looking and all that. Um, so it's a really it's a very challenging track. I really it is fun to do this. So as you go throughout the day, you get you tend to be a little faster and faster. You get a, you get a little faster. Um, But for me, the faster I was trying to go, my tires just would not keep me stuck. They would not stick to the ground. So I was at my upper limit of what these tires were able to do. And that's fine. You know, I don't mind. I mean, my goal in this car is not to drive as fast as I absolutely can. My goal is to learn how the car reacts in corners um, and to learn what sort of what kind of speeds can I enter a corner and have the confidence and, and how do you do it? What do you do? How do you set your car up to be able to manage this corner at 55 miles an hour or whatever, right? So I'm really tuned into like pegging what my speeds are. I watch my... I do tend to watch my entry speeds as I enter into corners. That's a gauge for me to know that for this type of a corner, I know that I can enter a corner like this at 51 miles an hour. That's my range, right? Like 51, 54, um, I'm confident in entering any kind of ridiculously sharp corner around those speeds. So that's what I tend to practice. So for the most part, the day was fun, but it was starting to get very frustrating. That as I was coming through these corners, I would uh, lose the uh, the grip on the front or the rear, and the traction control would kick in because we're not allowed to drive without traction control, which is fine. Because if I had my traction control off, we'd I'd be off in I'd be wrecked. I would have wrecked if I had my traction control off. So. The track day was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't finish all my sessions. I left at the end of the day um, prematurely, um, and uh, and then and then I go and I get new tires. So I've got now. I just bought some Super Skookum winter tires. Now I'm a huge fan of the Pirelli Sato Zero uh winter tires now i couldn't get sato zeros for some reason my tire vendor couldn't find them he couldn't get access to them or you know, some for some reason they're not available the ones i really really wanted this i have uh, the sato 3, i believe it is uh couldn't get them so now i have now then just bought Uh, A Michelin tire, big fan of the Michelins. Always been happy with my Michelins. Um, Every Michelin tire I've bought, a performance tire, has been a good tire. So today we're driving on the Michelin Alpine PA4 full winter tire. Um, So I really haven't, uh, you know, there's, I have not, there's no snow (laughs) for me to test these out on. Um, the weather's not cold enough to get a really good handle on how this tire uh, performs as a winter tire and that's fine. Uh, but it is nice to have some brand new tires on this car and they feel, they're quiet. I was surprised. I thought they'd be quite a bit noisier but they are pretty quiet and they ride very nicely. So, it's a it's a soft ride you, and you would expect that from a winter tire. It's a softer tire. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, you want a softer tire because it's the, it's the, it's the uh, sponginess of the tire that makes it grip so well in ice and snow. So, but that just means that they won't last very long. So here I am driving around on dry, uh, you know, what do we got, 57 degree Fahrenheit weather. And uh, these tires are not being taxed or not doing the job they're designed for right now. But they will be next week when we go up north uh, for the rest of the winter. But interestingly enough, what I did when I got the new tires on, the tire salesman pitched me on getting a wheel alignment. Now I thought that I had never had a wheel alignment on this car and I said that's a great idea, let's do a wheel alignment. So they did a wheel alignment and it turns out that the the rear end was really out of whack. Uh, well, in fact, the, the, the front toe was out um, or the camber was out. Uh, I can't remember and I don't have the data in front of me. They give you a sheet that shows you how bad it was and how they changed it and I was studying it but I can't remember. But in any case, there were some settings the setup on both the front and the rear of this car was uh way out of whack um so this could have been part of the reason why i was having so much trouble staying on the track because um uh, not so much the rear uh i uh, sorry not so uh, you know uh, the uh, uh, what am i trying to say the front i didn't feel as though i had any problem on the front of the car when I was on the track. I've always complained about the rear end on this car. The way that when the suspension meets the bottom or bottoms out you get this kind of this rebound effect that's happening as you're as you're progressing through the corner as you as you meet the, uh, the apex of the corner where you fully are loading up the rear end just at that point in the corner, you get this weird, there's this weird rebound that happens that makes the rear end kick out strangely. And I just wonder if if that problem is exacerbated, was exacerbated by the bad setup on the, oh, damn it, I missed my turn. Don't blabbing on about everything. Faye, not paying attention to your driving a driving podcast you ding dong oh you know what I can't turn oh I hate this road alright change of plans change your plans um so now I'm very curious now that I have a new um uh setup on my wheel alignment just how it's going to affect this car oh great I got a copper behind me ugh um so, uh, further testings to ensue to, to confirm whether my problem is with uh, the tires or with the, the rear end or the, the, the alignment. However, records after, after having this work done. I look at my records for the maintenance on this vehicle and uh, it would seem that uh, uh, I had a wheel alignment uh, two years ago, so that was when I had the, um, uh, what do you call it, the new front struts put in, they did a wheel alignment, and, uh, but I, but in two years, can your car get so far out of whack that the wheel that the a wheel alignment 2 years ago is no longer valid? Like that's uh, suspicious to me. Oh, I got this cop. I got to hide from this cop. I don't like being near the police. So um Now, there the other the other issue with wheel alignments is, you know, I had that wheel alignment done by a by a pro shop, uh, suspension pro, so they may have set the car up more into a track, a track uh, um, orientation on this on the alignment and the suspension, and then this other place was just a tire shop, and they would have set the car up just to factory specifications. So, you know, you can have two different thoughts of. Uh, Of how what you think a good setup on a car is as a I think as a wheel alignment these wheel alignment guys are very opinionated about what they think is a good idea and what uh, somebody else might think is a good idea as far as alignments go so anyway um so there's that so I think I, I think that's everything I think that's all I got so what am I doing now? I am taking this car back, it's going to go into storage and i got to go get the truck, the tow monster because we're doing a move in a couple of days, uh, going to move the Landmaster trailer to a different uh, park and then uh, seven days after that we're going to haul everything up north and move into our winter house on the top of a mountain. And, uh, and I'll be living up north in the cold northern winters of British Columbia. Uh, but I got, uh, snow tires on my, <laughs> my winter beater, my 911. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to playing in the snow with this car. Uh, so, I don't know that you'll hear from me until after I've moved, uh, moved up north. So, um. You could probably hear me, though, on the But First podcast, with uh, which is the Big Brother TV show recap with Adam Burns and Big Fatty and other um, honorable guests. So, uh, But if you want to email me, you can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. I am the Faye Driver, and thank you for listening. Bye.